Good morning, everyone. So we have uh, exactly uh, one, le- one week left until Pesach, and uh, I can only imagine the uh, tremendous pressure that we all feel we're under. There's only seven days left. And uh, how are we going to manage to uh, finish and fit in all the uh, all the learning that we uh, have to do before Pesach, right? There's uh, all the halachas, all the haggadahs to go through. So, uh, and especially since we don't have Seder here, Mamish, all the way up until Friday. I know a lot of you are complaining about that. Um, so let's, uh, let's pick up, let's uh, continue in a sense where we left off at the end of last week. I know how... Uh, um, disappointed the people who couldn't make it were uh, to, to miss that, but uh, for whatever reason. But we spoke about, we began discussing the, the different chashashes and chumres that uh, we have, the different products on Pesach, and uh, I was trying to establish and lay out that uh, essentially uh, you already see this concept in Yushayim and Shulchan Aruch with regards to the specific products of their day, and the further away something came from and the more there were unknown elements to the production of something, the more likely you were to see Yachshash and Achamra. So it's, it's an old story, nothing new. I brought a few examples from the Atarebbe Shulchan Aruch, and specifically we dealt with the question of Mashka and Pesach and the famous letter of Rabbi Kiva Eger. And then we moved on to uh, the controversy in the Chesil in Ukraine where they had the factory that belonged to the Odin and they wanted to machshir the factory for Pesach, and that was considered a tremendous chiddush uh, at the time. It created a storm, and uh, Tzernach Tzedek was involved, and other great uh, Chabad Rabbanim were involved at the time, Isaac of Vitebsk, the Devi Nechemia. And um, so we saw, we saw this concept that uh, there's always concern when there's a new product, or like in the case of potato mashke, or uh, concern about uh, ingredients where we're not quite sure what, uh, what's being done with them, what, how it's being produced, or a factory where it's just a complex process in the factory and we're not sure what's going on there. And um, at the end of that, we, uh, we went into the, the comparison, how to compare the Makaitis we have in writing about uh, uh, Pesach Dikamashka versus the more oral traditions that we have, Hashem and and to what extent they do or don't uh, completely add up. So whoever missed that, of course, I recommend uh, there's always a video you can you can go and uh, catch up. Of course, everything goes up on the channel. So from that topic, it's not uh, too far a, a distance, not too far a trip to get to the next topic, which is sugar on Pesach. So if you open up Shulchan Aruch, Simen Tov Samach Zayin, which is the Simen from which we brought, we cited the other halachas uh, from the Altar Rebbe Shulchan Aruch last time. So if you open up Shulchan Aruch, Simen Tov Samach Zayin, Sif Ches, in the Ramah, this is what it says in the Ramah, V'tzukar, Osir, Lo'achloi, Finished, share is over. No, there's, there's more to that. But uh, the Ramad does say that uh, it's also to, to have sugar. Um, what's the context there? The context there is, again, you had these, right in the end of the Rishayim and Ashkenaz, you already had these concerns about different types of products, including sugar, and what the process was and what ingredients were being mixed in until it reached the Jewish hands. So if you look in the Alter Rebbe, Shulchan Aruch there, and if you test, Sif Chaf. So the Alter Rebbe already makes a few distinctions. The Alter Rebbe says, if the sugar is made like a hat, and I'll, I'll, I'll identify that a bit later, but the Alter Rebbe says it's made like a hat, and it's called Hut Tzuker. So uh, there's no Chashash Chametz, really, and you could keep it on Pesach, but Afel Pikein, the minute is to sell it to a guy before Pesach. That's and that's the better sugar, but uh, and the idea being that it's a, a larger block. But the sugar that's cooked and it's cut into smaller pieces, Alter Rebbe says it's called sugar candle, and then Alter says v'chein minei blilois sugar shemachapin behem minei peres ubesamim. So that sounds more like powdered sugar, which is used to coat. You can have sugar coated this, sugar coated that, confectionery sugar. So there's a, the Alter Rebbe says there's already more of a chash chimot, uh, and uh, you shouldn't keep it on Pesach at all, and you shouldn't eat it, even on the last day, because the previous one he said maybe you could have on the last day. 
Then the Rebbe says, though, there are many tzadim to be mekel here. First of all, who says there is flour? And if there is flour, maybe it was bottle b'shishim. If it wasn't bottle b'shishim, maybe the flour came from wheat that never got wet in the first place. And if it got wet in the first place, maybe it didn't become chametz. And uh, even though there could be other concerns, maybe it was cooked and chametz to kekelim, but uh, that, that itself could be fine. Some amount here, if it was cooked in a chametz kekelim before Pesach. And this is based on Kadmainim. The Maharash in Germany, Maharil, And the discussion, the conversation continues throughout the generations um, to determine and to discuss how far, what do we do with this halacha? How far do we apply it? Can we uh, not apply it in some situations? So, for example, if you look in Charles Achivas Maram Shik, so uh, there's a letter he wrote, he was in Chost, he wrote a letter in the Teves Tafresh Lamed Beis, which is 1872, and he writes to Mordechai and who's a in Kahal So um, just for uh, a brief uh, entertainment break, and, you know, just a fun fact. So this uh, city of Steinmanger, it's uh, known today by its Hungarian name, which is uh, pronounced something like Sombate. Uh, the German name was Steinmanger. We know these different places were under different control at different times. Um, it's in West Hungary near Austria. It's the 10th largest city in Hungary. But the, the, the fun fact that I wanted to share was I saw something very interesting about the city. This is actually the oldest city in Hungary. We know that the Romans actually established this city. We know all the, I think all the uh, Western European cities were the earliest ones were established by the, under the Roman Empire. Uh, and in the year 43, uh, Claudius gave it the name Colonia Claudia Savariensum. It was called Savaria, the Savarians. That was the name of the, the place and the people at the time. Constantine the Great actually visited Severia a few times, and uh, apparently there's still uh, traces of all the Roman types of buildings and uh, whatever it is, uh, you know, bathhouses, theaters, etc. Of course, a lot of history that happened afterwards, that's not important. But the interesting thing that I saw is, is that uh, you look this up, they write that Jews were already in Severia in the first century, in that century, in, in century one. So, and if you look in the, there's a, a hiker researcher of Ron Fuchs who wrote a book, uh, who wrote a lot about Jews in Hungary. He wrote a safer uh, book, Yeshiva Sangaria Bukdulasan Bukhurbanam. So, in the chapter on this city, he writes the hikerim assume, uh, they speculate, or whichever term you want to use, uh, that the Jews were there already in the times of the Romans. And silent witnesses for that are that there are pieces of pottery and stones. Uh, that are preserved in the local museum, which upon which you find shapes of menorah, shapes of palm trees, Jewish uh, imagery. So uh, interesting uh, little historical factoid about this uh, random Hungarian city. Akupanim, back to Tafik Shalom and Beis. So the Rav there, his, doc, his name was Mordechai Kornfein, Mordechai Marcus Kornfein. And Tafik Shalom and Beis is actually right after the infamous Tailung, in Hungary, where uh, you had the neologs and the orthodox as two distinct religious, uh, legally acknowledged movements. And apparently in the city, the neologs were the majority, and the orthodox had just split off, and they had chosen him as a rov, so that's the Lushen, that he's the Meirel Adas, Shlem, and Muna B'nei Yisrael, and Steinmeier. Anyway, so the question was, that uh, the question is, and already back then, Today, it's, of course, it's an, it's an issue if you're into products on Pesach, the wine, to know whether there's sugar in the wine or not. And Stam, sweet wine, you should assume there is sugar in it. And Dafka, the ones that say no sugar added, you know, don't have sugar. So uh, this practice already goes back, at least to Tafi Shlamet Beis in Steinmanger. And uh, the Seicher made Yain Kosher, and right after Betzira, he immediately added the sugar at that stage to sweeten it. Question is, oh, yeah, the drink it on Pesach. Uh, maybe we should filter it first. You know, we can run it through a strainer. Um, because Staka says what it says in Shulchan Arach. But in our sugar, at this point, we don't really assume and think there's chametz. And it's kind of just like a chumrah. We're following the Shulchan Arach's chumrah. So maybe here's just haravis. It's mixed. It's mixed in with other stuff. So maybe it's fine. 
And he's still quoting what the Rav essentially wrote to him, and he wrote that in Kainoegim, and this is already the widespread practice. And even in Eisenstadt, they've been uh, being had to, to drink wine like this on Pesach. So Maramshik uh, is not particularly agreeable. The Maramshik says that it's true that all the Achreinim have been writing in the last 100 years that there is no real Chashash Chometz uh, in the sugar. But the Berkei Yosef the Chida wrote, the Kolmach should be careful because besides for the early concerns that the Rishayim had, today is the concern that they dip the bread in the Shik might have heard the bread of dipping the bread. It's brought in the Svan, it's brought in the Paiskim. That uh, they dip their bread while they're uh, boiling the sugar, and there's a shita which you mentioned last time that even if it's bottled before Pesach, but it's chayzer v'neir on Pesach, so uh, it will be awesome. Uh, now, Shulchan Aruch, technically, it says that uh, it's not oisir the tarevis. Yaakov says even less than shishim is not oisir the tarevis. Only pure sugar is awesome. So the chayre should be fine. But he says no, because you look at the other day, it's in the Kufiud Bays, talks about Pas Goy, and it says that if uh, Pas Goy is mixed in, even if it's nice and tam, it's mutter. However, the Bishayasif says that a sa'ar of a Goy, even where generally, typically, something from a Goy, we're not Goy, we're not Tarevis, but the sa'ar, we, we are Asr. Why? We, we, we are Oyser, because we, it says in the Marachol and the Gabi Demai, Sa'ar of Demai, that's the Tsushto, that uh, there's no, when Demai gets mixed into something, and it goes in the Tarevis, but the Sa'ar and the Tavlin of the Demai that has an effect, that has a time that you add it to, to do something to the food, time will lay bottom. And Mamela, uh, so the same thing goes for a Goy, Sa'ar shall Goy, it's the Takanas coil. The, the yeast is a very important, crucial ingredient. So Mamela, it's the Iker, not, uh, not bottom. The uh, Magen Avram says in Simtof Membeis, cites the Torah, that uh, if something is a maimed, then we consider it to be be'ain. It's uh, considered a more powerful, more important uh, part of it. And uh, yet today, the Pri Chadash proves that Se'er and Tavon are even more than a davar ha'maimed. So, if by demaying the Gemara, and by Se'er shall go in the Bish Yosef, we say that if it's a vidal, a taima, that we consider that it's be'en, so here we're talking about a Suffolk Mashu Chomets, that's Asr Ba'an, only Matu Batarevis, but if it's Milsa David Lutaima and it's Matakin, of course, he was telling me that he's putting sugar in the wine because that's what he wants the wine to taste like. It's a very important uh, part of the wine. So Mela will tie that it's Asr. And he says, don't tie that Hagufa, Tavlin should only Asr, should only uh, not be bottle if the Tavlin is Asr, Mitzad itself. Mashain can hear the sugar itself is Bechalar, but the sugar itself is only a problem because of possibly Chomets. Zaino, he doesn't accept that time either. He says over there, the Melach itself could potentially become Ois Isr if there was enough, if there was enough Melach to Mavat on the Dam. The malach itself will be mutter. So therefore, even though there wasn't, you put that malach in a tavshul. So even though it's the ikr in the tavshul, but since now the whole tavshul has shishim, keneg, and adam, so we say it's fine. Mashiach, and over here, the sugar itself, there's nothing you could ever do in the sugar. The sugar itself had the shir to mevat the chametz in the first place. And yet, we have a chumre, we have a minig, that uh, sugar is no good. Uh, if it wasn't done, and he adds, here's where he adds, koshle nasa la pesach b'shmira mechametz. So even he's conceding, and I'll get to that in a second, that we're not talking about uh, with the hachshir, but stam sugar, which, you know, mostly did not come with the hachshir. So because there was this chumr, because we have this menex of mamele, uh, even though what's the chashir, even it could just be a mashu of chametz, but uh, we're not mechalic. So uh, mamele, the sugar itself, can never become mutter. So mamele, tell me that it's uh, not oser machmazatzmer, and that it's terevis, well, none of that works because it's the Iker and it's considered like it's Be'en and uh, Mamela, he has to, that's, that's his Maskan attack. If the sugar itself was the Roiv and the Yain was, was the mute, you would know, you'd never have a question because we know that. Uh, so Mamela, I'm telling you that Kol David Latayma is considered like the Roiv, Iker Roiv. That was his uh, Maskan attack. 
So uh, as late as the 1870s, someone is still saying that uh, the Shulchan Aruch says sugar is no good. It's chumrech shash. Does it make sense? Does it not make sense? But that's what we're going with. Now, of course, as I just said, this is talking about stam sugar. Before uh, organized Akshayim fully took root, Mashenkin, if there was a Hachshir, then it seems like almost everyone seemed to think the din wouldn't apply. Um, and Aldarevze, you have this big discussion without a Hachshir, but everyone kept on saying, we know about how production is today, and there's no special connection anymore between sugar and chametz more than any other product. But on the other hand, you still see this lingering uh, concern, and you see that there were some gedolim, the ring of some cipher, some of his talmidim, the itake, their minig was not to have any sugar on Pesach, period. And it's uh, based on uh, these kinds of makayim. And later on, I'll quote from the Chabad makayim. Now, there's one parsha, even more recently, where the shayla of sugar, mamash, flared up. Lahalacha. It was World War One. And that's when the question of what to do with stam sugar came up. A number of Choshev Rabbanim uh, wrote on the topic. The first, the main one, you could say, is Rabbi Yehuda Leib Tzidelson of Kishinev. Those who might not be familiar, Rabbi Yehuda Tzidelson, he passed away in 1941. He was the Rabbi of Kishinev, and then later the whole uh, Bessarabia, which had first been part of Russia and then ended up part of Romania. He was part of uh, he was a senator in the, in the Romanian parliament. Um, he was uh, actually killed in 1941 by an aerial bombardment uh, in Kishinev. And then his connection to Chabad, uh, the Fidig Rebbe has a letter where the Fidig Rebbe writes that Tzilson uh, learned as a bacher in Yezhen by Bistro uh, Nayach, and he got smicha from Bistro Nayach, so he actually had a Chabad background. And he says when Rabbi Sonayach passed away, he was Makusha to Shlem of Kapust, was considered one of his G'day Makusharov. And throughout all the major asifis that we know took place in the 19, early 1900s, so Tilson was present at all of them, still part of Russia, so he was in, at the Russian conferences. Um, and, uh, and ever since the Mapecha, uh, ever since uh, the revolution in Russia, communism, so he was in touch with the Rebbe Rashab from then on. I guess that's when a more personal, close uh, connection developed. And then after the Rebbe Rashab, Rebbe says, I myself was in touch with him. Um, we, you know, overlapped and then he only And he says, especially my Shver, the Fidik Rebbe Shver was from Niezhen. So in Tzirlson's background was from Niezhen. So he had a special, Rebbe notes, he had a special connection with the Fidik Rebbe Shver of Ram Shnez. So he has a small sefer of Shalos Hashovas that he printed in Tafresh Pei Base, and there you look in Simon Chaf. So it's addressed to a whole list of rabbanim. Uh, none of the names or the places uh, stood out or sounded actually particularly familiar. So, but so I'm not going to get into the names. But the Shalos that all the rabbanim were sending to Tzilson were was, "Can we be matter l'tzorech haPesach in this year Tafresh Ayin Dalit Stam Tzuker?" Uh, that's you know stam sukkah with a hyphen that was not does not have a special hechsher for Pesach kanohog which is what we usually do because of the tremendous war in the mitzvahs lahasig es ha muchsher Pesach that was the big question that was bothering people in Tafresh ayin dalit so Tilson says on a long trip Tilson says that the way sugar is produced today he uses the term rikuach hatzuker is completely different today than it was in the previous generations. Because once upon a time, there was Taka Metzius of mixing flour into what he calls Zandzucker. So if you look up Zandzucker, so it's a term in German, and uh, it refers to medium grain granulated sugar. So there's different levels of how, of how the size of the grains, but it's powdered sugar, essentially, on that spectrum. So that's Taka what the, chash, the main Tchash always was, even in Altadab, but that's what Altadab is referring to. Powdered confectionery that uh, type, so they could either uh, they could either mix flour into that, or they'll take a dip their bread into the the vat of sugar. But today, because uh, industry has developed and been perfected, and especially uh, tasiyat, he already uses the modern Hebrew word, the, the industry of the fabricatia of sugar befrat, that it's on the Top, most advanced, sophisticated level, we know for sure that there's no chashash of any chametz mixed into the zantzukar, 
or not even into the Hutzucker. What is Hutzucker Taka? So uh, you look it up in German, it's called the Tzucker Hut. And uh, Taka means in English, you would translate it as a sugar hut or a sugar cone or a sugar loaf. It's still a, a thing. Apparently, it's like a holiday uh, thing. And in, Germ- in Germany, they uh, apparently used to produce blocks of sugar in that particular shape. And that's what you see all these farm uh, referring to. So, uh, so not in the Zanzucker, not in the Hutzucker. And uh, or the or they says or the, the pieces you know for your, for your tea and coffee they start producing them in, in squares. So Kahai Gavna Vadai the Ramah and everyone who follows the Ramah would never have been Machmer in the first place. And he says we already have Rabbi Yaakov Emden. Rabbi Yaakov Emden was already Mekel Lahedja in his Chuvas Sheilas Yaivut Chilik Beis. And he says, until Yaakov Emden gets carried away, which is maybe something that happens on more than one occasion, but in this case, Yaakov Emden writes, Hotzoker, Hanikach Migoi, Hador Bishchunasi, Hukasher Yoiser, Mikola Matzis Shalonu. My guy's sugar is more kosher than all our matzis. Halavai, Shekazayas Afikoyman, Shechalnu, Yiyah Kokach Behechsher. Halavai, the Afikoyman should be so kosher. Yes, he had a sweet tooth. Yeah, right. Well, from a different show, we know we got in trouble for drinking uh, coffee from Gaim, so maybe there's a pattern, a connection, I don't know. Um, and then you have the base mayor. <clears throat> so the base mayor is Mayor Posner, uh, who was a Rav in uh, Shotland, in Danzig, in Poland. And uh, base mayor, it's not like on, it's, it's, it's one of the races that came in Erechaim, it's not Mamash on the Daf, but maybe it's in the, in the back. Uh, it was printed for the first time in the year 1787, Around the time of so the base mayor um, also essentially holds that there shouldn't be a problem with uh, stam sugar today. However, the base mayor did write that although he would hire matir bachil, you know, he would want to, he'd lean towards uh, being matir mamish to eat, not just to keep it in your house or whatever. But he's chayshish for dvarim amutarim vachedim no gubhem iser. You have a concept like that. Um, but uh, so that's, so the base mayor stops at that point. So the base mayor didn't actually uh, go ahead and fully uh, commit to the hatter. But really, Tzirosin says, "Im Shem Hale area," and in my opinion, and he is dainty because um, the whole you say the being machmer is because they thought that there was a problem. Talk of comments mixed in, and then they laugh. It's not true. So we should count it as a toast. If you look in Yeridei Reisha Dalit, it says over there that if it wasn't a toss, then the minute stays a minute. If it was a toss, then you can cancel the minute. So he wants the title that it's together toss, which is a okay, interesting claim. Um, and Mamela, you could be matter because it was as if they never were cobbling in the first place. I'm not saying we should abolish the standard minig in a standard year to avoid stam sugar based on these mekaris. But because of the European war, the terrible war, you can't get sugar with a hachshif for Pesach. Um, because I mean, any food you can get at this point, we're grateful for. Pshita for simchas yamtov, you can be matter for pesach stam tzuker of all the types that I listed above. He's not making a distinction whether it's powdered or not. But you have to warn the the customers that when they buy it to make sure that the, the in the store itself the guy's using a clean kalim. So, uh, but imze uh, you should let he's writing to all these rabbanim that you should let him know befeidosh that it's only here al shah that doesn't uh, apply in regular years. Haboyes the kresinim l'shalom, hoping that the years that come afterwards are uh, more peaceful. So that's how uh, that's how he approached this question. Uh, we have another we have another tshuva uh, on this. There's a shas tshuvas er chayim mordechai. So chayim mordechai ruler. Um, passed away in 1946. Uh, these are getting to Rome. These are all Romanian Rabbanim. We know that uh, historically the Holocaust in Romania is interesting, uh, interesting bit of history. Those who were in Romania proper were, I guess, basically spared. Uh, there were the outer parts of Romania um, where the Romanian government itself uh, treated Jews very horribly. But if you were in Romania proper, you actually, uh, you could kind of survive the Holocaust where you were. 
So we'll see him and other Rabbanim that we're about to mention. So yeah, that's why he passed away in 1946 after after the war. He just stayed in Romania. Um, so he was a Rav in the city of Niamt or something like that in Romania for many years. And, and he has a tshuva and Simeon Gimel as addressed in his safe was printed two years after uh, after Tzirosin's Atzei Alavonin was printed. And it looks like he's, he's responding either to the Sefer or maybe to when the Chivu was printed at the time. But he writes, Laharav HaGoyen HaMefersim, Yudalei Tzirosin, about the Keshnev, that it says clearly, that Chivu Laharavim, that is in your Sefer, Hayaker, Shut Atzei Levonin, Halavon and Simen Chof, Rimat Yistam Tzuk, Rada Hachshir, um, and you end it off, and it's only Rasha. So I don't know. I want to let you know what, the, what I told people who asked me at the time, and what I announced as Rasha at the time was to take um, that you take stamped sukkah, first of all, from the cleanest Kaylee, the cleanest uh, source you can find. And then before you have to make like a syrup, to boil it into a syrup, and to use that on Pesach, because that's a bit of a shinoi. And that way, we're, that's a way of getting out of the chash of the base mayor that it's um, And even if it has Tarevis Chomets, but the Bali Shulchan Aruch say that Lach Balach, it's not Chayzer Vener. Even if you hold the Chayzer Vener on Pesach, but Lach Balach is not. So if you make it uh, liquefied sugar and you use it in other dishes, so it shouldn't be a problem. Um, and even though what you said was also pretty much Shiprurim him, but in Chai Nefesh Tolib, no one's life was, uh, uh, you know, in the lurch, uh, whether they eat sugar or not. Um, and uh, it's not called Pesach Dika sugar, so it's almost like considered Chomet Dika sugar, so it's a little hard to tell everybody, go eat Chomet Dika sugar on Pesach, it doesn't sound good. So uh, that was my Rasha, and uh, he saw a listen to my Eitzah, which I think was the correct one. So he uh, didn't go as far as uh, the Atsi Halavani. Another uh, trivia we have from Shut HaRabaz, uh, Rabaz stands here, Rabbi Zev, his last name was Shafrin, he was uh, a Rav in Romania as well, he passed away earlier in 1929, so he has a tshuva that ostensibly is about something else, but there's a ha'ara that touches on this. So the, the shayla is that he got a shayla from someone, from Pashkan, and the shayla was, B'Shem Admar Ravatzadik HaMefursum V'chulu Shlita. So uh, I haven't yet identified who the, the Admar Ravatzadik was, that he had Yain Geffen, with all the yash you have in Svarim, so you start having Rosh Tevis of Yag. When you want to talk about uh, normal wine, so you call it Yag. Yud Yud Gimel. So you have Yag Kosher um, from Basarabia, where the Yidden, of course, uh, produced wine. And in this case, unlike in the, the case we started before, in this case, we don't actually know, uh, and I'm shook, we don't actually know uh, why the wine is so sweet, but the wine is very sweet. This, uh, you know, uh, the wine from that uh, from that area. So he wants to know, the Rebbe, the Sadiq wants to know if he's allowed to drink it on Pesach because he's chayshish that it's too sweet to not have uh, sugar in it. He thinks it's zan sukkar taka, the same powdered sugar in it. And the Ramah already said that sukkar is awesome. So he says, a lot of the shuvah goes along the same lines of what we've seen before, Madame Shik or uh, the um, uh, Atzei Levon of so I'm not going to repeat all that. And uh, he says, in this case, we don't even know that there's any sugar mixed in. He himself is coming up with this chashash. Maybe it's mixed in, and that's already a suffix for Isra de Rabbanon, because the sugar itself is Dvaram and it's Achayim Nagu Bayisr, and he agrees that it's Betos, like the way of Tzilson said. And like the base mayor, he says, so, uh, and no chashash will be mezals and other things he says. He goes on in this vein, and then he says, why don't we just go ahead and be matter sugar officially for Pesach if it doesn't have a hachshah? Because 
And Mamela, uh, they'll also, if you get the peso, you paid more for the peso of sugar, so surely in the store, you'll also be more careful. That's how he wants to explain and phrase why uh, Alpha PK and no one's actually coming out and being matter, stam sugar and stam a year. And then there's a footnote there. It says, Mamela, if you can't find the Hachshur, also stam sugar is fine. And that's what I add, replied to many who asked me, Dvar Avai Zolacha, Bishas that's uh, the same situation. They couldn't get the sugar with a hachshir, and I was matar as I had shah, even stamped sukkah. He says, The like of my shakasa, he did nafshi, the shot be'er chayamurit chayni kotzeh. Because he says, This whole techa to start boiling your sugar, making it turning into syrup for chagapesach, it's a late seirach, no need, unnecessary. Because, uh, he says, Dvaram mutarim and nagabay yisr is not an issue. Your, his issue was at all. That way we'll sidestep the Dvaram mutarim and nagabay yisr. It's not an issue according to this Mahalach. And uh, also the Chazer Vineyar is not a Chashash because uh, this is not Chometz Yedua. It's just, uh, who knows, maybe that we don't say Chazer Vineyar in that case. It goes on with the time, a lot of Marmar Kremis are talking about this. So back to the Pnim, Hosal Kinon, that in this case there's no Chashash on the Yag, and Chakar Abatadak Shlita could use it for Arab Kaisas. This is Mosim Mosaregal, he signs his name, Tzalzev Shafron. Um, another source on this is the Shalos of Shuvos Eson Aryeh, Avraham Ayaleb or Labush Rosen, also from Romania, passed away in 1951. Same story, he survived in Bucharest. Yes, I'm about to say that. So, first of all, interestingly, he was a Rav for many years in Paltashan in Romania and. Um, Trying to, I, did we mention Yassi in the Chavak to Yassi in the previous year? I, I just can't remember right now. But Paltashan is also a uh, city in Romania that had very ancient ties to Chabad. Uh, I believe it's even an interesting source where the Alter Rebbe is quoted as saying that Paltashan is always going to remain a Chabad outpost in Romania. Um, <clears throat> uh, so uh, it says that... This Rabbi Rosen, when he became the Rav or, or something, he had a position, his shtela was in the base Knesset Chabad in Paltashan. I don't know if the base Knesset Chabad was actually Chabad or it was just a, a holdover from ancient times. It was always this interesting Chabad uh, influence in the, the background in Romania. So his son, as you point out, was Moshe Rosen was the rabbi of Romania from the late 40s through the 90s and whatever connection there was with Chabad uh, then as well. Uh, at any rate, the father's shot, Eisen Aryeh, was printed by his son-in-law, who was the chief rabbi of Scotland. So in Simon Kofiud Ches, he writes, so he, he, he starts off at a later date, Bishnas Tafshin Aleph, so he's already made it to World War II as well, and a bit of a repeat. Uh, <clears throat> Romania was definitely... Uh, Involved in the war, uh, you know, tremendously in the year 1941. So, Bishnas Tavshin Aleph, there was no Pesach, and everyone was asking again the same question: Can we be Mekel? And uh, or like, how could we machsher the the sugar? So I, I answered: Opi Yedua, we know in Shulchan Aruch Erechayim, Simutaf Mem Zayin, Simutaf Reish Zayin, and uh, we already have the Steichemed. Cyril Sinoso was mentioned to the Steichemed, where he was malakir all the days. And after that came Tak Rav Adoyin Zagn Shikana Chachma Firsim Cholayelam Harel Tzirulzen of Kashnov Shlita and in parentheses Hashem Yikim Damay was he's killed in the bombardment in Atzei Alavonim B'Kechad Teira that in such a year it's fine and see also Berchay Merdchay who didn't go as far as that. He says, they didn't make a distinction between the types of sugar, right? The Yudlitzils even mentioned all the types, and he said there's no difference. Uh, so they didn't distinguish between Marusok Kachoyl, powdered, or Kachoyl, uh, Kemach, there's different levels of you know, granulated sugar, or uh, pieces, uh, sugar cubes. So uh, because at the end of uh, the Mechoman era in Romania, that in Tavish Ein Vav, and he says the symbol for that is the Pasuk Rabbis Rois, Tzadik Rois, is Tafish Ayimov. So it was a Shasat Chak. So in Tafshinov, he's recalling what happened in Tafish Ayimov. There was a Shasat Chak with sugar. It's Bechlau, the price of sugar shot up. He says, I myself saw that uh, the sugar, that uh, the fine sugar, 
had pieces of wheat mixed in by the sachrim because it was a scam. You know, sugar was expensive, and uh, why not mix uh, foreign, uh, you know, stuff into it to get more uh, to give less for your money? So uh, he's the only one who makes this uh, claim that, that as latest stuff which I involve, and everyone's saying, oh, sugar is, you know, there's no chash, no problem whatsoever. He says, I know for a fact the sachrim were mixing uh, the chitimen. And because of this chashash, even in Tavshin Aleph, I also answered the sugar, mechshash, chametz, gomor. And I was only matir the cubes, if there's no powdered sugar on the cubes, <clears throat> Um, so then I said that you can cook the cubes before Pesach with water until it melts and then to, to filter it, to, to sanin it through a thick metbacha, so that way no chametz can get through and not a regular uh, metal uh, strainer because uh, dafka material is not going to allow much ink in a strainer uh, chametz can go through. It could be chametz be'en, the Pesach. So uh, here's someone with a totally different uh, perspective on Chomets uh, at that time. Therefore, I announced in Paltashen to be matir dafka, meitzuker, dafka that year, with, when there's no hashkacha, but not the shonim haboim, the kresinu, the shalom. And, uh, you know, they were hoping for better times and better years. And, and obviously, uh, you know, what, uh, what may or may not have happened. But uh, what I was uh, building up to actually was, there's also a tshuva on this from the Ragachover. And uh, the MS, you know, I don't know if it's emphasized as much today. Today we emphasize the Chedushim of the Ragachar, Chedushim of the Rambam. But the uh, of the Ragachar was actually from the Gedele Hamashivim. I think maybe some even claim the greatest in history. He uh, used to get thousands, maybe tens of thousands of letters. Every kid, every any person could send them a question. As long as you included the paid uh, return postage, he uh, responded on a postcard or whatever. Um, so... Uh, it's good to emphasize this aspect of the Ragachover as well. So this is Taka Praktisha Shaila. This is printed in uh, already in Tzapas Paneach Dvinsk, the original Shaila Sachovas, one of the original ones. So in Chelek Bays of Dvinsk, Simon Bays, there's a Shaila. It says, Advar Anoegim Shlelechoel, Tzuker, Zulazi Shal Pesach, and Mutter Lechoel Beshasat Chak, Shart Tzuker Shem Beshim Cheshashim. It's in the same period of time. I'll, I'll say the date in a second. And I haven't seen anyone was befaneach this particular tshuva yet, so uh, I'll try to be befaneach uh, for you. Um, <clears throat> so he starts off tshuva eruv chag pesach tafrishai involved, so it's the same period of ruler one. And right off the bat, there's already a mysterious ashtavus. It says kof mem reish space pei ayin samach gimel daled apostrophes reish. Now, what on earth does that mean? Um, so, and I know there's some places where the Ragachava writes, like interesting, uh, Ramazim, I think Tafka maybe had a Pesach, he had a certain Namaz, he used to write every year, but I looked it up, so apparently, Kof Namresh stands for Kiryas Malach Rav, and the letters afterwards, it's Pashat, someone didn't understand what he wrote, he, uh, it's supposed to be Pei Ayin Tes, Gemoresh Dalet, Petrograd, because we know the Ragachava escaped from Dvinsk during World War One, he ended up in Petrograd. Petrograd was the name of Pet between Petersburg and Leningrad. There was Petrograd, um, and Kiryas Malachrov, Petrograd. So we already were refining something here. Um, so he says, "I am kibalti mechtovei al dvar tzuker." So this is so this is the, the Rogachover's uh, line of thinking. He says, "He nezev vaday kol davar sheosru mishum chashash takala oigzero loy pluk." that uh, if this is based on Akshash of a Takala, something doesn't go wrong, it's Xeda, then once we establish that, then we actually don't make any distinctions. Well, in this case, uh, there's no concern for a Takala and Xeda. And then he starts uh, rattling off different examples that he has of this. And if you look around, you see there's different places where he brings some of these, uh, or many of these. So first one he says is, Bahach Dalacha Kedavmeir B'Xeda Yisof. So, um, so this is another place where the Ragachover uh, quotes this taka where it mamish uh, applies. So in, in Hilchus Gedushin, the Ramam talks about a shifchosh and a shtachrara, and a geyerish and a zgaira, you have to wait 90 days. And even if it's a gerve ishtash and a zgairu, you still have to wait 90 days. So the Ragachover says, I am divrei harava magid. 
And Rabbi Magad writes that Afke married, because then there's a concern of Zerah, but uh, if they're not married, Bechlal, then uh, the Mitzvah there's no concern. Wait, if it's not, that's a whole discussion. But uh, Rabbi Magad says that uh, it's not a concern. But uh, the Raghav Charvi seems to disagree, because the Ram Taket wasn't Mechalik, I guess. And he writes, Vatam, this is in his Chedushim Gerushim, Vatam, the Svira Le Rabbeinu, the Zebechal of Zera, the Tzorech Lahamten, the Lemitam Havchana. Not a word of Havchana, Taka, to see this or that. It's a, it's a din, like Zahu din. And that's what it says in the Gemara, Halacha Kerimeh bin Zera Yisav. It says in Ksubis that uh, you have a case of a regular Yiddish girl where the situation is that there's different reasons why she shouldn't have gotten pregnant lately. She was going to base a via, there was cost with a bail, her husband was in jail, he was in Medina Sayyam, he was a Zakin, he was a Chayla, she was in Akara, Zkaina, an island, a Sektana, and a few more. So, the uh, mayor says, Kulon Tzricha Islamten Shleisha Hadasha. Everybody disagrees. And Amr of Nachman, Amr Shmuel, Allahu Kareb Meir, Bin Tzerayisov. So, uh, why, why, why are we asking that? So uh, it's in the way, man. The Akzeda, he, Al Hadover, loyal Adam, Hoesa Hadover. It's on the Zach, not on the person. So the male, uh, there's no, you can never be Machalik. If it was uh, on the person, the Oz, Yesh Tachal, and Tanel Gdailam, Mashenk, and Makzeda, who, Al Hadover. So that's the word of Allah, Kedem, Bigzeres. Just writes a few words here. Lamed Vav, that it says, they're not machalic between a chaver and an amar, it's by a kayan. So if you look it up over there, <coughs> it's talking about b'chayr estak amun. And the question is, uh, can you trust the, the person himself, the kayan himself, to tell you that there is a mum? And there was a maestro of tzaddik that uh, he hung something on the animal, and the animal uh, cut its lip, but it was totally not on purpose. Yeah. And uh, he came to, and he was a client, and he just okay, I, I want to say that I saw that uh, there's a moon. So he came to the Bishua, and the Bishua said, Klom, Chilaknu, uh, or the other round. Um, he asked to Bishua, Klom, Chilaknu, bin Chavar, Lama Aretz, meaning an Lama Aretz, we surely shouldn't trust, but maybe a Chavar, is there a difference? I'm the Bishua, Hen. Yeah, there is a difference, Taka. Then they came to Rabbi Gamliel, and Gamliel said, no. And he said, oh, but Rabbi Shua said, yeah. He said, okay, let's, uh, let's investigate. They came to Rabbi Smadrish, and they asked the question again, and they asked, is there a reason to cover Amaharet? And Rabbi Shua says, no. Maybe you've heard of the, the, the continuation, the Ma'is of the Gemara, Rabbi Shua says, no. So Gamliel says, wait a second. And I heard in your name, Rabbi Shua, when they asked you before, you said, there is a difference. Yeshua, uh, we have to get to the bottom of this. So Rabbi Shua said, Hey, what should I do? If I was alive and Rabbi Tzadik was dead, That's where it's from. So Rabbi Shua was caught, so to speak. He, uh, he had to admit that he originally said there is a difference. But the Maskana is that uh, there's no difference. So this is Machlekes. So the Maskana is, the Raghav Jarvis says, that Lechilkum in Chalam Haaretz. He says, Lechayr is a shtickle, you can ask a shtickle kasha. He doesn't ask it as a kasha, but, uh, you know, he says it casually. You look in Gittin, there's a mission that says, Kol get sheesh all of eight kusi, posel, chutz me gittin ashem. And where it says, what, what's going on here? Not, this is not Tanakama, not the brothers, and I'm Shem Gamliel, because it comes to Matzis, Says uh, Tanakama says that the matzah of a kusi is mutter, you could be a yitzana. But Lazar says no, because they're not bucky in the Ptuki mitzvahs, etc., or matzahs. Um, I think it's mitzvahs. And the uh, Lazar, so the Mora says ultimately that Gora is going through all the day. It says if it's a Lazar, if he doesn't hold their matzahs are good, why should he hold the get is good? Mora says, I'm not a Lazar, guy in the chasm Yisrael, the basaif. That there's a kusi signature and then a yid signature after him. We trust the yid that the yid signed after the kusi, so he knows that this kusi is a chaver. He's not the kind that's not bucky with the ptuki mitzvahs. So in this situation, Rabbi Lazar will say that uh, we accept the, the kusi chaver. So the Ragacharya's implied question here is: You're not mechalak between a chaver and a it's by a kain. And again, you tell me, you bring the chal, you bring the chal, and I'm a hard, it's by a kusi. 
So the Raga Chava says, so Chayas Lechulku, Gabi Kusi Chulku Begitten, Batam, the Gabi Koyen, Rakta Kona, the Loy Mitam Hashash Mamish, Lochin Loy Plug. It's just a Takona, so Mel doesn't matter. Mashek Bekusi, Tiesh Bam Hashash Mamish, Lochin Chulku. By the Kusi, was talk a real Hashash, real concern, so you have a way of getting around the concern. This is good. Then he says another example. Hach the beitza da fitches to manalaf gabe tevilas kelim biyamtov. Look in beitza. So the Mishnah talks about tevilas kelim, and then the Gemara says the kuli alma. Everyone agrees that keli b'shabbos you can't tevilas keli on shabbos. What's the reason you can't tevilas keli on shabbos? Rabbi said zeir hashem yitlanu biyadav yavirenu arba'amas b'shosharabim. The Gemara says okay. Hotin b'shabbos biyamtov mayikel meimar. What about yamtov? Uh, you could be mafir b'shosharabim and yamtov. What's the problem? What can go wrong? So the Mara says, my commandments, Mara says, go to Yom Tov Atu Shabbos. So the Rokot Shabbos says, wait a second, think about it. He says, it's a gufa muteres mi Yom Tov. Carrying itself is fine on Yom Tov. And you're coming and telling me that gzeiru atu etzah yeshna bi Yom Tov. How does that make any sense? So he says, by two, you see this word, that is a gzeiru shemiyaviru, so if it's a gzera, even uh, it's not itself. It's not a gzera. It's not itself. Here it's mother. Here it's also a gzera shema. We don't start looking whether the shema applies or not. The gzera is a gzera across the board. Now the next example he brings is uh, in demai. It says here parak dal, but it's a mistake. It's actually parak beis. Uh, parak beis and demai. He does bring it in one or one of the place, one or two other places. Uh, there's a mission in the beginning of Parak Beis of Demai that there are certain products, certain paytas, uh, or, or not just paytas, grain and vegetables, that uh, they're misasin Demai b'chomakim, because the, the product is so identified, so associated with Eretz Yisrael, it's an Eretz Yisrael like a product, that uh, you see it, you don't have to ask where did it come from, you know that it's from Eretz Yisrael, so you have to be cheshish for Demai. And then the Yishalmi Shtelzer really brings from Masachas Maestris that there's also a list of the opposite, a list of things that we know for sure from Chutz Laaretz. Um, and then there's like a back and forth in Yishalmi that's a, a bit unclear what the Pshad is or how the Dagat is understanding it, but there's a word over there that Jabal said that there's a difference between a Goy and a Yid. Then there's one thing if you take it from a Goy, there's another thing if you take it from a Yid. And there's this idea that he's Cheshish Lemiot, and then the Gemara says, oh, the Rishon says, if you're cheshish for miyot, then what if a ger comes? Should we be cheshish that he's from Amin and Mayav? So the, what the Raghachar takes away from this Yerushalmi is, what he writes in his other places, the Hani Minim, the Tiknu, the Hafesh Mem Demai, Havei Geder Takana, Afamon Yoydim Bevidr, Shekvar Nifesh Mem Lehepach. That's what he takes away from this Yerushalmi, that uh, it doesn't matter whether you know, whether you know it's from Chutzlar, whether you know it was separated, and that's what he writes over here as well. Um, the it's another minion of Chacham. Another thing he brings is from uh, Psachim. It says in Psachim that you shouldn't use Kimcha Davishana uh, in a pot, which is roasted flour in a pot, because maybe it's not roasted properly. And the Ragachar takes away from that Kamara from Rashi there that even if you did Chalita, it wouldn't work even if you boiled it. Why shouldn't it work? Weiter. Because once you have a chashash, the chashash stays. There's um, another thing from Demai. Uh, in Demai, so one of the places where the Rebbe goes through a lot of these rayas uh, and makayras is in his chidushim and hilchus matnasanim. So there he spells it out a bit more. It says, I am Bidishami Demai Peregimalach Adalit. It says there that if Amma Aretz tells you, that uh, there, was, there was problematic paris uh, tvua, and he tells that he switched them and he put mitukanim tachteim, so lachayra, maybe we should believe him. But if he says that the paris are shaloi, his own paris, then we don't believe him, because Amaretz, Machatchila, the whole shash is on the paris of an Amaretz. So lachayra, though, there should be a migo over here. If he said it wasn't his, if he said I went and took care of someone else's paris, we'd believe him. The second he comes and says it's my paris, it's awesome. So uh, he says, "Vatam kim in the zav atakana 
The whole concept of Demai is that technically, even Amaharetz probably separates Demai. But we're not sure, and we have Xayda. So we created this Xayda where we uh, disregard the evidence of whether or not uh, he is Master Demai. Even Amigo won't help you. He's not Makaba Chavros, he's not Makaba Chavros. Then he goes off into. Uh, Kidneys, and he says, He says, Those were machmen. He seems to be referring Pasha to not a mocker, but Pasha to uh, practice. He says, Once we were machmen and kidneys, the we, kidneys is a problem of, of chimot, so you should uh, only treat it as a problem if it gets wet. But Lamaisa, even if it's dry, we don't eat it. The my the manaf kamidabam bim bamayim bim belay mayim kivan the lack of bam chametz. There's no chametz in the first place. It's exayda. So if it's no chametz in the first place, then it's exayda. So who cares if there is water? There isn't water. That's the idea he's trying to drive home here. Um, and then he brings uh, even more examples of people. Uh, I think that's that's enough to give you the uh, idea. Then he goes off into the whole gather of kidneys, Mishum gather pass. Anyway, to get to the, to the end, to the punchline, the Ragachavar says, so it says, Ach kolze im hava minig shalei lechot sukkah v'pesach ukamavi minig kidneys. This would all be the case if take, there was a minig not to eat sukkah uh, v'pesach and we treated it just like, mamish like kidneys. He says, but because the practice is to eat Pesach Dikah sugar, and in this case, we know if I care that once we establish, establish there isn't a problem, we say that you are allowed to eat it. Even stam sugar, if you believe there's no chashash. So for Kurt, the logic we use here is when is a kshash? Yeah, when is no kshash? No, that's how uh, that's his mahalakir. Eish was alahar kharbe, machmas krisis ayam to fakatsa, yedido, yesif rosen, yechaygu chaga pesach, vakashras. I did see that someone understand the rakachar to be saying that it actually depends. Depends on how far you take your minig of sugar. That those who treat the minig of sugar, that no matter what, so the name was, uh, you know, then it shouldn't be a difference, vishas uh, at if you talk eat behachshir, so then uh, even so then just talk, it should also be fine. Um, there's also um, there's also a uh, I noted it somewhere here. There's also another shiva from the Raga Chavaratus was printed in Noyam by Menachem Kasher uh, from Tavish Tzadik Dalid. And I'm just going to note it in 10 seconds. He asks there, I got the letter about the tzukar. He launches again into the same, Anika Safti Kvar Kach, Daram Svirale, the Koldover, Shazarak, Mamas, Rechaka, EF Shalahatu, Ayyadeh Eitza. And he goes through, and there's like 23 Marmakamas here, and we're missing the end of the Shiva. So it's not even clear uh, what he said in that situation, whether he said the same thing or whether Iskafirt again, that this is a little different. Once we're, uh, once we're talking about the Safas Paneach and Pesach, my original idea, my original concept going into this was actually I thought that uh, maybe we'd go through a few Nyanim of the Ragachavir that have to do a lot of with Pesach. But uh, at the rate we ended up going, so there's no, I forget anything else. I just wanted to note just an interesting thing also that Hagaf with the Rebbe, at Lechera, the only place in the Kutusichas where the Rebbe quotes Chedushe Agra, Chedushe Reb Chaim Alevi, Brisk, by name, in the Pnim of the Sikha, as part of the Hamshech uh, Ha'inyan, is in the Kut the Sikha's Chelek Chavav, Boy Beis, where the Rebbe asks, and then the Rambam, that a cotton Shehigdal between uh, Pesach Nishan and Pesach Sheni, if they were Shoichet all of Berishan, if they were, he was, they, you know, they included him in the first Pesach, he's Potter, even though he was a cotton. And uh, the big question everyone asks is, how did he become potter? Uh, how did he become potter by participating as a cotton? So the Rebbe says in the end of the first page of the Sikha, in Chedush Reb Chaim Alevi, he explains that the Indian Iker Din Minui is Sarabu Gam Ketanim Mikra the Selaboyas. That it's a Din in the Minui of Pesach that uh, they are included somehow in Selaboyas. And the Rebbe says Yisera Mizu Gefintman in Tzavas Paneach. The mitzad self, the base office, no, the kid, the child is still not included, but there's something that's a gather of a minoy, and through the gather of a minoy, 
he becomes part of the Bnei Chabura, and of course, look in the Sikha, the, the whole Hamshech HaSikha uh, expand, expands on that. Uh, so, Stam, it's interesting to know, if you look in the marker of this, in uh, Motzei uh, Shabbos Parashas Tzav, Tav Shalom Atas, in the back of the Likud, it says the Hamshech, uh, Tzav, Achmesh Pesach, Shmini. So, if you look in the beginning, in Tzav, Tav Shalom Atas, so the Rebbe said, Zarendov, Teruf, Tzvei, Biyurim, this question, Der Bier from the Chaim Alevi, and Der Bier from the Menagot Shomer, no din has anything to do with another din. Each din, you have to quit choice the, the Hasbro from the Pratim of that din. The looks for something that encompasses the whole Torah, and you see the way the Rebbe is setting it up, obviously, and that's how the Sikha goes, and that's how the Likud goes, the Rebbe is trying to go with the Raghachavar's approach, and that even his Hasbro here was a more global understanding of how this Minoi works. So just Lahar, it's kind of the Pesach, the Raghachavar will suffice with uh, that uh, on the topic of the Rav Shavar. And the Gei Lamaisa, so again, once again, we turn to Rishul Munchan, right, to Menhagi Chabad. So first of all, there's a letter of the Rav Shab, where the Rav Shab also writes, the Yen Geffen, the Yag for Pesach, should not have any Tarevist Tzukar. Um, the Fidig Rav Shavar says that uh, the Rav Shab was always, always made sure there was no sugar. Look at the Sipurim, uh, they made a kiddush, and he writes, Perlov writes, they made a kiddush in Rebbe Tzinufka's house, and she, he thinks it was even Achim Shal Pesach, and she said, we have to, uh, she, she was serving uh, Pesach Dekim Zainas, that's the right word to use, but that's the word he uses, and, he, and she said that it's sugar-free. And why is the Zainas sugar-free? Um, and then there's the famous story, that is told by Bianca Lando and Zashimis and uh, by others, Parlov and his stories of the the person that uh, that wanted to convince the uh, Rebbe Shab. Otherwise, first of all, he says, "What was the Rebbe Shab's real reason?" So, uh, so Bianca Lando writes that I heard the fetish from the Rebbe Shab that uh, he said they, they were sitting together, the Rebbe Shab, the Raza, his brother-in-law, Rebbe Harnstein. And uh, and this brother-in-law was saying a story that uh, they went into a sugar factory, and uh, they told the director of the factory that uh, the sugar is not the sugar is not boiling properly. So the director went out and he pulled out a pulver, some mysterious powder, some stuff, some substance, and uh, the sugar is not So and there's them. The rubber shop says, They're just uh, telling stories. They're uh, schmoozing. This went into my head. A pulver. So that Rebbe Shab told him personally. And this is this bread in the factory. It's a thousand degrees the way they boil the sugar now. Uh, how would you be uh, sticking things into the while it's boiling? It's garnet bag of and he says, "Af melt sugar, not only for blocks of sugar, but for melt sugar, for powdered sugar, is yadach shash because it does dry in the open. Can vaserayin fallen? Hardened sugar is nitkin shash. That's what the Rebbe Shah, he writes down in Yiddish. What the young writes from what the Rebbe Shah told him. And then you have the famous Maisa where Rameisha Harnstein Taka tried to convince Rebbe Shah that he has a factory and he'll get new kalim, you know, no hagala, none of that." And he brought it out of Pesach, and he explained all the Pratim, and uh, the Rebbe Shah was getting more and more serious and more uncomfortable. And the story is that he broke open a, a sugar cube, and there was a, a, wheat, a wheat kernel inside. So that's in Shmos Vesipurim and in the Lekut Vesipurim. Um, on the other hand, there are two Mekaris in Chabad that say maybe not to go so far. So in Alekach Valibov, he says that uh, there was a Maisa with a Mimer, the Yimarenta, the Chazara, and the Mimer. Um, and uh, Shilam Mamish didn't uh, have the Mimer straight, and Rebbe Shabbat to repeat the whole Mimer. 
and Khanan uh, Maraza was there, so he said as a joke that the Nestamid of Shilim doesn't know the Maimah right because today he drank tea without sugar. So it's Pesach. So Rabbi Hashab said, I don't appreciate being imitated. And Rabbi Hashab was Nizer, but he seems to be expressing displeasure that, uh, you know, Taka maybe, uh, if it's Taka true that Rabbi Shilim didn't drink sugar and that's why he didn't remember the Maimah, maybe they wasted Rabbi Hashab's time. Maybe that's more of the, the context there. But that's what Rabbi Hashab said. And there's also in Malach uh, Lemesiboy, in one of the conversations, they reported that Rebbe said that, I don't know if it's at all at Abim, uh, not to use it, even though the Rebbe and the Shemesh Ratzlifik Rebbe also didn't use sugar, and from what we know, it seems like the Rebbe also didn't use sugar. Um, but the Malach Lemesiboy, the Rebbe says, I don't know if it's at all at Abim, and if someone does it himself, or he knows it's Nokshash, there's no reason the Rebbe is clearly saying to Aser. Then Moshe goes through the other tzaddikim and makaris that were nizr not to have sugar as well. So it is a concept. So Lamaisa, to conclude, Lamaisa, from what I understand, among Anash, there are some, I think, that are taka, completely avoid it. And then there are some that buy with a hechsher, and they boil it, and they filter it. Um, and Chaim Shapiro already commented on that, his opinion on, on that practice. Uh, Kapanam, we see that there's actually a very, very, very lengthy halachic background to this issue. The kahena, the kahena, we know the yonim of Pesach are the chamuris, shibah chamuris. Virchas, chakash, v'sameach.